I'm Harrison, and I'm from New York. Family Travel Radio is on the air. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Hey there, my friend. It's Aaron Schlein, and welcome to episode number 20 of Family Travel Radio. My guest this week is Heidi from Sandos Hotel and Resorts. Sandos is a very unique brand of hotel and resorts in that each resort location offers families a different experience that is unique to that location. And no matter what your family's needs are, there is a Sandos location, a Sandos resort that is perfect for you and for your family. My chat with Heidi is coming up in just a minute, but first I want to take a couple of minutes and share with you a very exciting feature that's coming up in about a month right here on Family Travel Radio. Yes, we've been cruising along pretty nicely here in these first 20 episodes of Family Travel Radio, but I wanted to let you know that we have plans to mix it up here on the podcast from time to time, and one of those instances is coming up very soon. In a little over a month, my family and I are going to London, England, and it's going to be my kids' first overseas trip. Uh, we just got their passports a few weeks ago, and it just it's a really, really exciting time in my household. But of course, the excitement isn't without the occasional side helping of anxiety and maybe even a little bit of fear mixed in. There are, uh, there are just a lot of emotions at play. And trust me, there are a lot of reasons to say no to a trip like this as a parent. My son is almost six and my daughter's three. We live in California, so it's an 11-hour flight and an eight-hour time difference. There's just a lot that can go wrong. And I don't mean go wrong so much in the sense of a physical harm. It's just that my wife and I want this to be a great experience and a meaningful experience for our kids and, of course, for us as well. Mary Poppins is one of my son's favorite movies, and because of that, he's been asking to go to London for a couple of years now. And London has a special place in my heart as well because my first overseas trip was to London when I was 12 years old. I credit much of my personal and professional success to travel. And that trip to London was the first chapter in my travel story. Last August, my wife and I saw a flight deal come through for $365 round trip from San Francisco to London. There was availability over my son's spring break. And as a bonus, his sixth birthday actually falls during that same week. So the destination was right. The price was right. The time was right, and we still hesitated. But ultimately, we said to heck with it. We booked the trip, and we're off to London in just a few weeks. So why does this matter to you, my friend? Because during our trip from the 18th through the 26th of April, I'm going to be recording and releasing episodes of the podcast throughout our trip. So you can follow along with us and experience the sights and the sounds of London, as well as the, the highs and the lows of our journey, and all of it more or less in real time. I'm really, really excited about sharing our trip with you and hopefully inspiring you to take that leap with your family if you haven't already, because I really think it's a very powerful experience for families and for children. There are a lot of challenges and obstacles that we parents face, but I think that ultimately it is the right decision to get your kids out into the world, and I hope that I can inspire you to take that similar leap by knowing that there's someone like me and my wife, just normal folks, we're just going for it, and it's not going to be perfect, and we're going to share all those moments with you, the good and the bad, and 
Well, if there's any ugly, you're going to see that too, but we're going to try to limit the ugly as much as we possibly can. So anyway, that's April 18th to the 26th. If you're subscribed to the podcast, well, first of all, thank you for being a subscriber. If you're subscribed to the podcast, expect to see several bonus episodes popping up in your feed during that week of April the 18th through the 26th. And if you're not subscribed, please take a minute. You can do it right now. Push pause. Just take a quick moment, go ahead, push that subscribe button on whatever device you're listening on right now and make sure that you don't miss a moment because this is going to be really special and I really look forward to bringing it to you and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Don't want you to miss a thing. So go ahead, subscribe to the podcast. You'll get a notification to your device the moment a new episode goes live and they're going to be popping up regularly during that week. Again, April 18th to the 26th. And not only am I going to be releasing episodes of the podcast during our trip, but I am also taking over all of the Family Travel Association's social media. So if you don't follow the FTA on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, make sure you do that right away and definitely do it before April 18th so you can follow along, uh, be part of our family adventure in London. You can find links to all the FTA social media over at familytravel.org. We're going to have a little fun to start this episode of Family Travel Radio. My guest has a, a beautiful last name that I have been struggling to pronounce, and I decided I'm just going to go ahead and hit record while I get a, le- a lesson in pronouncing my guest's Belgian-rooted last name. So my guest, her name is Heidi. She's the Director of Business Development for Sandoz Hotels and Resorts. And Heidi, go ahead, pronounce that last name for me, and I'm going to do my very, very best. All right, to let's say give it another try, Aaron. It's Verschave. Verschave. Almost. Like rate evaluated on a one to ten. Mm, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half. So you're getting there. Vrschava. Vrschava. There you go. Yes. That's to nine and a half. I, I'll take a nine and a half. Nine and a half is good enough for at least a silver medal. So now we're going to move on. So Heidi, you join us here today in Family Travel Radio. We're actually kind of down in the basement food court of the Javits Center in New York City. And that's the beauty of podcasting. We can do this just about anywhere and just have a whole lot of fun. And Heidi, I've asked you on today to talk about, about Sandos and all the wonderful opportunities you have you can offer for families. But before we do that, I want to learn about you. I can pronounce your last name now, thank goodness. But let, let's dig in. Tell me about yourself, specifically about the role that travel's played in your life through the years. Mm-hmm. Well, I was born and raised in Belgium, and I'm actually a certified translator and interpreter. So I was bound to work in a uh, lawyer's office in Brussels. Um, and I thought, boy, I really like this, but I can actually go out and about for a year, travel the world and see what's going on. And I can always come back to this lawyer's office mm-hmm. and lock myself up in an office and translate and interpret. So I took a job at Thomas Cook and Thomas Cook Continental Europe that was actually um, the birthplace of the package travel and also of the traveler check, if people still remember mm. what that is. And I don't think anyone uses that anymore. We just had a conversation about that last night. We're wondering, do they still issue them? I don't think so. So I think they might still exist. And it came up in the context of pretty much anytime you see someone trying to cash a traveler's check, 
that you should expect that it's fraudulent because they just <laughs> nobody uses them anymore. No, but Thomas Cook was the one who invented it. So it was a great company to work with. I traveled the world with them, uh, lived in Europe, in Spain, the Canary Islands. But I always wanted to go to Mexico since I was 15, 16. I was a little bit obsessed with Mexico and I always had to dream to live and work there, actually. So I told the company, take me to Mexico. They said, well, we only have two places available. And I said, I only need one. <laughs> so. Uh, my boss put in a good word for me as well. I was a, a good worker, um, if I say so myself. So they sent I me. So. They sent me to Mexico, and that was uh, 16 years ago. And I am still happily living in Playa del Carmen. But I do travel a lot for work. It's my passion. I love it. I love to travel for work. I love to travel uh, on a personal note even more. So I've always been. Uh, passionate about tourism and travel and discovering and exploring different destinations. How often do you get to speak Belgian down in Mexico? Well, funny fact, my boss is actually from Holland, so he speaks Dutch as well with a Dutch accent and then I pulled out my Flemish accent and when we get into work talk, it gets complicated <laughs> and it turns into a mix of Dutch and Flemish and Spanish and English, but we understand each other. So we always say we have to take a course again to relearn our language, especially if it goes from chit chat to work travel, that's where it gets a little complicated. So, but yeah, I get to practice and one of our general managers at our hotel in Los Cabos, she's from Belgium as well. So we do get a little opportunity. I love that. That's really special. One of that's one of the things I love about travel in general is the language. I hate to even call it a language barrier. It's just a language opportunity. I don't know. Just going into new places, learning language, learning learning little phrases and little words and little idiosyncrasies about language, learning to pronounce people's last names. It's struggling to make my tongue do something it doesn't want to do. But it's just so much fun. Travel is just so so magical for for a lot of reasons, and language is definitely a huge part of it for me. So let's just transition in, into Sandos. We're here. We're talking families. We're talking family travel. I want to know, just tell me everything. What does Sandos have to offer specifically for families looking to have a just incredible experience with their kids? Well, first of all, you need to know that every single Sandos hotel is different. It's not like you've been at one Sandos hotel and you've seen them all. You know they're stepping into a Sandos hotel. They're not cookie cutter. So you really need to match the right Sandos hotel to the right family as well. Our Sandos Caracol Eco Resort in Playa del Carmen Riviera Maya is more for families with smaller children. Uh, we do have amazing family rooms there with our Eco Family Collection. We uh, transformed them from three years ago, actually, and we wanted to take uh, away all those. Maybe you get a king-size bed, maybe you get two double beds, maybe you get a sofa bed. So you get guaranteed bedding, which is a big thing for family travel, of course. There's bunk beds for the kids, so they love that. Love that. I love that. We uh, listen to our clients and we got a lot of requests for rooms with separate bedrooms for the kids. So now we have two room categories there, the eco-family suite and the eco-family penthouse with a separate bedroom for the kids. They have their own TV as well. They have their own Bluetooth music network. They have their own bathroom. So it's really everything you ever look for for a family. And that was something that our guests were requesting. On top of that, at Santos Caracol Eco Resort, we have a water park. We started with our water park for small kids approximately eight years ago. 
And then the big kids, the adult kids, were asking, when do we get water slides? When can, can we go on the water slides? So about three years ago, we uh, added more slides to the water park. We have slides now for teens as well as adults. And on property, you also learn something. It's eco-educational. You learn about the Maya culture. You learn about the Maya traditions. We have 40, 40 eco-activities included on property. It can be anything from an eco-tour, learning about the local fauna and flora, being an animal keeper together with our veterinarians on property who take care of the rescue animals that we have. Sometimes we take care of some wild animals that are injured as well. We, we had a toucan with a broken wing and oh. then we release it back into the wild. So you also really get uh, immersed in that local culture and the local nature. So for a family, that's a great experience. You can do that together as a family or sometimes the kids just want to do that by themselves. That's fine as well. So you can actually really mix and, mix and match your experience on property and to swim in a natural sonota right at your hotel and this does not cost anything extra that is really something very unique so Sandos Caracol is that more for families with smaller kids that's that's the category I fall into I, I have two kids my oldest is almost six my youngest is three everything you just, you just described is phenomenal those those eco tours the 40 eco tours you described what's your personal favorite what's the one you just can't miss Ooh, Sandals caracol eco activity I would say you really have to do the swimming in the cenote because the cenotes, they used to be a sacred place for the Maya people. Actually, the Maya people nowadays, they still ask for permission before they go into the cenotes. It is sweet water. It's very refreshing as well. It's warm and uh, nice in Mexico, so it's very refreshing. And you have little fish. But actually, the cenotes that we have on property, they're all connected to one another. We have more than one. And the fish and the turtles, they go from one cenote to the other in underground tunnels. Wow. And then in the end, it's all connected to the sea. So we have about 3% of salt water at the bottom as well. So to have that experience of something so typical and so unique in the world to have cenotes, I would definitely say don't miss out on that. If you choose only one, swim in a cenote. That is, that is so special. Just Generally speaking, tell me about some of the... The, the feedback you get from families who, who visit because that, that's that's really unique and really special i didn't know about the vast majority of what you just described which is perfect for this podcast given that we are mm -hmm. all about helping families discover what's possible this mm -hmm. is just a great example of one of those possibilities that the vast majority of parents out there just it's not that they wouldn't do it they just don't know what's out there so that's what we're here for so so tell me what kind of feedback you what do you hear from from folks who visit Mm -hmm. Well, I have to say when we started with this whole eco project and uh, sustainability project as well, that was in 2012, actually, when we launched all of that, the first couple of years we were struggling because people were just choosing our hotel because it's a very nice, all-inclusive hotel in Mexico and not specifically for what we actually wanted them to choose it for, for being sustainable, for being eco-friendly, for having all those activities on property, for being so in touch with uh, the local culture and traditions as well. 
So we thought, what are we doing wrong? But it takes a little while to get the word out there. And I'm happy to say that now guests actually specifically choose that um, because we are eco-friendly, because we have all the eco-activities, because we have a vegan restaurant and a vegan menu as well, which goes with being eco-friendly as well. So it was really, and I have to thank the travel agent community here as well, because most of the bookings we have come through the travel agent. It was really the travel agents who helped us as well in, in getting educated themselves first and then educating their client and saying, you would really love this. The kids would really love this. You have all these activities on property. Uh, you can discover the local culture and traditions in a fun way. You have all this nature. You can do so much without even leaving the hotel if you don't want to. And we, of course, hope that they, you know, we plant the seed and then they... Um, they go and discover and, and go visit an archaeological site, perhaps, or go to another sonata outside or go snorkeling. But the feedback that we're getting right now is, is that people actually love it. People with children, the children have fun, they're entertained, they learn something as well in a really, really fun way. So for families with children, it's really ideal because the kids have fun all day. They don't get bored. You can do things together with the family where everyone is actually enjoying it. And that's the kind of feedback that we're getting from our guests. Well, that's beautiful. Love hearing about that. And just love that you're promoting Sandos as not a cookie cutter resort. I love that. Mm -hmm. You're not a cookie cutter individual, Heidi. And I really <laughs> appreciate you taking the time with us on Family Travel Radio. Besides the travel agents, and because we love, love, love our travel agents here at the Family Travel Association, where can folks go to learn maybe just a little bit more about Sandos before they go call their travel agent? Mm -hmm. Well, of course, we have uh, our website, sandos.com, and then we have our travel agent portal as well. For our travel agents who want to learn more about Sandos Hotel, go to sandossmartagents.com. That's Sandos smartagents.com make sure you have all those S's in there uh, you have a certification on there you have all the marketing collateral you can put your call to action your logos on it give your spin to it send it to your clients and then for our travel agent friends you can also um, get some incentive get some rewards for all your bookings as well Alright, I love it. So all you families out there, head to Sandos.com and travel agents interested in learning more about Sandos and helping promote or sell uh, these incredible vacations to your clients. SandosSmartAgents.com. That is a lot of S's. SandosSmartAgents.com. Heidi, thanks so much for taking some time today on Family Travel Radio here in New York City. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Always a pleasure to be here in, uh, in Manhattan. Thank you. Well, there you have it, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. Special thanks to Harrison out there in New York for being our guest announcer on this episode. Great job, Harrison. As always, we've got the links and the resources. Everything we talked about in today's episode is available at familytravel.org slash radio. And I want to make a special point to get you over to familytravel.org slash radio. There you're going to find links to all of the Family Travel Association's social media, which I am going to be taking over April 18th to the 26th. So go ahead and follow the FTA on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you won't miss a moment. All right, my friend, this is Aaron Schlein for Family Travel Radio. I'm signing off.